today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. We're joined in studio now by the uh, owner of Sarcoa Restaurant on the uh, Hamilton Waterfront. As you probably know, Sarcoa was uh, forced to close after the Hamilton Waterfront Trust uh, terminated the restaurant's lease. Uh, the move has also thrown a number of events that have been uh, booked at Sarcoa into limbo. Uh, the company in charge of uh, operating those events, uh, Gem Hospitality, now trying to move those events to uh, another uh, venue, basically. Uh, Sam Destro, the owner of Sarcoa, in studio with us uh, for the next half hour. Um, number one, thank you very much for, for joining us in studio. Thank you, Rick. I really appreciate it. Um, so you're here today to to obviously clear the air after Sarcoa was uh, forced to close. What do you want the public to know? Well, first and foremost, uh, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak. Uh, really appreciate the airtime because uh, you could tell the, the whole story and not just snippets. Right. So I, I just want to make sure that everybody understands that this was totally unavoidable and unnecessary. Uh, we're not evil people. We, we try to do something good for the city of Hamilton. We feel like we've been humiliate, humiliated, sabotaged, and I would like to spend the next three minutes to give you some 100% truth and facts. I swear to tell <coughs> the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. All right, go ahead. So uh, n- we've never missed a payment post-injunction. So from November the 15th to May 2017, that's approximately seven months, we paid the trust each and every month. We made the payment approximately 500 but it's 600,000 to 700, anywhere around there. And uh, so that is undisputable. So post-injunction, never missed a payment. Until June the 14th, 2017, we were in good standing with the injunction order. That's barely a month away, okay? On June the 15th, the rent was delayed for various reasons. The two most important reasons were that the, the Waterfront Trust never paid our tax uh, the uh, the taxes that we were forwarding to them so that they were in significant tax arrears so we were forced to pay them taxes <clears throat> and they weren't remitting them and under our uh, under our lease agreement they were required to provide us uh, hydro reconciliations with uh, supporting invoices since the inception of the lease we've never got them we were paying almost $90,000 a year to the to the waterfront so I just want to make that very clear. So instead of receiving on June the 15th, instead of receiving the usual warning that we were late because we purposely delayed the payments from December 16 to May 17, as a matter of fact, we didn't pay the May rent until May the 30th. And that's because we felt like we, we, were, we, we had no leverage. Nobody was listening to us. We felt that like our arms and legs, ankles were tied and, and that we had, we, we were, nobody was listening to us and we were just left to suffer. So instead of re- uh, receiving the usual warning, the Waterfront Trust, three days later, four days later, yeah, so we're supposed to make the payment on June the 15th. On June the 19th, we get this order and it showed that we owed $226,000, okay? So most importantly, people, all those people who have uh, now have scrambled and I know firsthand how, what that feels like because three days before my daughter's wedding in 2015, September the 15th, they sent the bailiff to close us down. This is when the, we started, this dispute started in the middle of, of uh, I would say probably the summer of, well, obviously July uh, 2015. So for all those people 
who have been upset and, 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 and uh, obviously are, are scrambling now, especially for that family that, that uh, uh, almost had their, their wedding canceled. This was totally 100% avoidable. These are truths and facts. They rejected our payment to cover the June rent. More importantly, there was a proposal with a third party that would have provided stability for a minimum six months. Now, last night on, on, on the, uh, on the uh, CHCH interview I did, I said that I made a mistake. But unfortunately, what, what, they, what they didn't sh- uh, tell uh, the, the audience that was watching is that I also said that shortly thereafter that there's remedies. Like when you make mistakes, there are remedies. And our remedy was, uh, was available to, to us. Was, which is a forfeiture remedy. I'm not a lawyer, but I guess I'm almost uh, trained to be one because of all the, the stuff that we're going through. And that remedy would have given us a chance to go back in. But the Waterfront Trust, in my opinion, sabotaged those efforts. What I want to make sure that everybody understands is that we're not 100% wrong, but we're paying the full price. If you compare the investment and losses, uh, it, it's incredible. Like they, they post something which is... I think severely misleading that we owe money, which was protect, protected under the injunction order. So you get the Hamilton Waterfront Trust, who has this this building. When we moved in in 2015, uh, 2011, 12, it, it, it's it's absolutely worth nothing. There, there there's weeds growing from top to bottom. Um, we we uh, they invest nine hundred thousand dollars, and. And over the last five years, we've spent over a million dollars in, uh, we gave them over a million dollars in rent-related, I'm sorry, $2 million in rent and rent-related expenses, okay? Hmm. So they invested 900 and they get that. Now they post that we owe uh, 200000 I'd like to, 226 I'd like to address that if I can. Sarkoa, now compare that to Sarkoa investing over $5 million, right, in, in capital, and and, uh, and we've lost one million dollars since the restrictions were enforced by the city of Hamilton bylaw. So, so if you take a look at those, I swear that those are facts. And and I really want to I really want to emphasize the fact that they they had every opportunity to take our money and they didn't. On th- they had three different opportunities to collect our June 15 rent. Remember, they served us four days. So they served us on June the 19th, and we had until July 4th to remedy it, okay? So we, we, uh, when, when, what, so what happened was, and, and this is very important, and, and I think I have to say this, okay? So when, when we received the, uh, the order to, to, uh, to pay, there's two components of it. There was the amount of the 226, now that 226, I, 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 this is very important. In November of 2015, we, we, we received a court injunction. And at that time, we only owed them 210. And the reason why we owed them 210 is because for the previous four months, July, we, we stopped July, August, September, and October payment. Because at that time, they enforced the bylaws. So we felt that we didn't have a, you know, we, didn't, we weren't going to pay for something that we couldn't use. Hmm. So we went to the courts because they tried to lock us out. Like, like I said, in September, they tried to lock us out just before my, my daughter's wedding. So we went to the courts and we got an injunction with costs. 
which means that the, the judge saw that there was merit. So the judge said to the Waterfront Trust, basically, you can't close them down. And they told us, you have to pay $38,000 a month to keep this alive. And we did. Hmm. We never missed a payment. But if you take a look at what was posted on the door, it would seem that. Now, here's, here's where things get really ugly, okay? So when we get this notice, there's two components. We have to pay the 226, which I disagree with. And then there's an accelerated rent of 116, okay? That's because they said that we did other things that, that were not allowed in the lease, which we dispute. So we immediately called them and said, we're, not, we're gonna make this good, okay? So for the previous five months, months Rick, they would take our payments, no problem. So I think what happened is we poked the bear, okay? Because in May, we sent them a letter saying, listen, not that we're, not, we're not saying that we're not paying you, but why are these realty taxes not being reimbursed? Why aren't you telling me about these hydros? We had no leverage, okay? So what happens next, okay? So we get to a point where we just, we just we're, we're frustrated, okay? We're really, really frustrated. So what happens is now they had three chances to, to solve this. They could have taken our payment, they could have taken the accelerator rent, or they could have taken a, a, a deal, and I wanna talk about this deal. There's a third party proposal, okay, that we, we became aware of, that uh, we sent them, uh, so what happened was uh, shortly in, in between receiving the, the default order, which was on the 19th, and July 4th was when we had to pay, we received an understanding from a third-party negotiator, okay? So this third-party negotiator was working with our lawyer and a member of the Hamilton Waterfront Trust, Tom Jackson, okay? Now, I'm not saying anything disparaging about Tom. Tom Jackson has always tried to do the right thing here. He's, I believe that he's probably one of the, the only one that really wants this thing solved. So third-party negotiator, significant Toronto, Toronto investor, Tom Jackson, our lawyer, uh, had an understanding that the board would not make any decision on on uh, on on, the, uh, on closing this down until July the uh, J- July the eleventh. Okay, so on July uh, we we meet our lawyer on June thirtieth. On Ju- uh, on Tuesday, which is July fourth, hmm. our lawyer calls me and says, "Listen, I have an understanding." He sends me a letter. I have an understanding that there's no action to be taken. Now, don't forget right now, we still have remedies under forfeiture. The fact that we were late, sure, okay, the injunction was strict order, okay? The fact that we were late, they were in prejudice. We would go back to court and say, hey, guys, you know, it would just be another $30,000, $20,000, which we were willing to do. So we go back to court and say, listen, here's the money, here's the 116000 which we told them we were going to pay. We just want to get back, and, and we wanted to keep this a proposal alive. What does the Waterfront Trust do? Okay, so really important. So my, my, my partner was on holidays on, on July 5th. He comes home, and I call him at 9 o'clock in the morning. He said, hey, you might as well stay on holidays because we've got good news. He knew about it too, but he didn't know that I got that letter. And I said, listen, uh, uh, we, we, we're, we're, pro- we're, we're going to be good because we have st- stability for the next six months. I get off the phone. The saliva on my tongue doesn't dry. And uh, our manager calls and says, yeah, they're trying to shut us down. So our lawyer rushes down to the Waterfront Trust and says, listen, guys, we have this proposal that Tom has been working on with a third party. It's there. They have received now the proposal. It's in their hands. 
which would see a prominent investment. So this opportunity from this Toronto group, all they wanted to do is give us some money, six months rent in advance that we would forward to the Hamilton Waterfront Trust. Mm. And that would give them an opportunity to pursue some investment in period. So here's, a, here's somebody who wants to spend millions of dollars and they want to go through us because we own the lease. So maybe I can't, I don't know, I can't read their mind. So maybe by, you know, uh, getting in there and, and seeing that we have 26 years left in lease, maybe they could buy our lease mm. and negotiate with the city. I think it, it's obvious to anybody and everybody that that's the jewel of the development. They saw, they saw an opportunity there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And this is not the first time. This is the second time we were approached. We spent six months with another uh, group that we're looking at buying into our lease for the purpose of developing not only that area, but the rest of it. Mm -hmm. So So did the trust explain to you why they they didn't like that deal? They said not. Okay, Okay. here's the best part of it, okay? So so they closed us down, and then so for the next four or five days, we're in panic mode, okay? So we're sending them messages saying, look, here's the rent. We're going to go for forfeiture relief. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this and that. Nothing. Zero. All we were told was that on July 11th, that the board was going to look at our two things. They were going to look at this deal. Okay, I'm sorry, proposal. Mm -hmm. And they were going to look at our request to pay them three months of accelerated rent. And it was very clear to them that if they didn't take either one of those two, that we were going to go back to court. Mm. Okay, so what did they do? This is where they sabotaged us. Okay, I'm sorry, this is my opinion. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this is why I am angry. This is how they sabotaged us. They turn around, don't make any decision. Now, we know that they, they received the proposal because it's on, uh, it's on their agenda for July right. 11th. Okay? That should be public knowledge. And it, anyway, we're going to be submitting this at some point in time in court. All of this is going to be proven in court. So they had a chance on July 11th, the board meeting, to do the right thing. So I'll forget all those people that are upset. All those people that have been uh, like displaced and, and whatever, th- think about this. The Waterfront Trust refused our money. The Waterfront Trust refused our money. They, in turn, turned to our general manager and asked him to do exactly what we were, wanted and were willing to pay for. That, that person didn't want to do it because obviously it was just too much money. So they didn't take, so that my understanding is they didn't vote on the, the proposal. They didn't get back to us on the, the, the remedies. What they did in turn was they canceled everything. So here's where we're, where, we're, where we're at, okay? So like I said, we delayed the payment because we did we were upset because they weren't paying realty tax. And guess what, Rick? Guess what? They didn't pay the realty taxes for three years. Between, May, uh, between June 15th and the time that they served us with the doors to default, guess what the Waterfront Trust did, Rick? They paid the realty taxes in full. Really? Yeah, guess what? It's a miracle, eh? <laughs> so it's a miracle. Where do we go from here? Well, here's uh, thank you very much. My understanding we got, is we got about two minutes. My understanding is that the proposal that this third party is still available. So I'm calling on the city fathers. I'm calling on the mayor. I'm calling calling on this council members. I'm calling on anybody and everybody who cares. If you care about Sarcoa, and if you care about uh, a long, uh, and you don't want a long procrastinated, uh, like you don't want a long lawsuit because it's going to cost the city of Hamilton the hundreds of thousands of dollars unnecessarily, take this deal, bring us back in. We don't want to take our, our quick, equipment out. The Waterfront Trust is guaranteed, I believe, rent for the next six months. The proposal is still alive. They refuse to answer. So here's what they did. Yep. 
They closed us down. They closed us down. Now they want all of this uncertainty as opposed to money and, and some, some time to straighten out our differences once and for all. Do you have a deadline for the city to, to adopt this deal, or, or I uh, guess legal action is on the way? Tom Jackson knows what's going on. The third-party negotiator knows what's going on. Board members know what, of the Waterfront Trust going on. Everybody knows what's going on. Somebody please pick up the phone, get together, City of Hamilton, Mayor, anybody, get together and get us back in because we're not going away. We're, we'll trot down to the City of Toronto, hire the most expensive lawyers that mm-hmm. they are. I will, not, I will not stop until I get a verdict and we get some closure in this. So how about this question? How long, we got about a minute here, how long are you willing to wait before you hear from the city to say, yeah, we want you back well, in or not? Here's the deal. Uh, the sooner the better, because obviously these people, I spoke to the fellow from uh, my, our general manager, Mike Atari from Jim, and he said that he believes that some of them are salvageable. But here's the problem, Rick. If, if we go back for relief of forfeiture, and now we have to pay all these costs, and we're not certain if the, the, the people are going to come back, it's impossible for us. It's fruitile for us. Mm-hmm. But it, <clears throat> if they accept this, this proposal, <clears throat> it gives us rent assurance <clears throat> for six months, if not longer. And don't forget the big, big picture here. Prominent investor willing to spend millions of dollars, millions of dollars at the waterfront. So take off your legal hats, guys. Take off your legal hats. Put on your civic hats. What is right for the city of Hampton? Do the right thing. Why are we being crucified for sticking out our necks, investing in this city, and now being treated like traitors and the scum of the earth? I will not stand for it. And if anybody out there thinks that's fair, good for you, because it's not. All right, we're going to end on that note. Sam, thanks for uh, coming in. Impassioned speech. Uh, Good luck with the fight. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.